on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. But! 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 After a brutal betrayal and a dangerous fight with their new friend Squid. So, last episode, you guys. Last episode, Squid was fine. A sad fight with Squid, but at the last moment, he managed to limp away carrying Mousetrap uh-huh. with him. Yes. Totally went to the farm. He didn't get blasted to bits by Inneradiance Torrent. He, he's on the farm. He's hanging out with Alonzo. He didn't go to the farm, but boy, did he buy it. <laughs> Micah's angels mourn their loss. Uh, uh, Chester will sadly walk up and grab Mousetrap. <laughs> put it back in the box. Put it back in the in his bag. I'm going to start He'll take his hat off over the corpse. Yeah, he'll take his hat off over Squid and be like, you didn't know any better. You were so sweet. He'll start covering it with dirt as well. Eleanor just wipes the goo off of her sword. But the dangers of the spell-scarred desert won't let them rest easy. A ridge of hills offers the promise of at least some shelter in the blistering sun. Uh, and suddenly, a small plume of sand erupts from the ground a few feet ahead of you. <laughs> Followed almost immediately by the crack of a distant rifle shot. What? We're going deeper. Is it Uncle Ted Fingers Boomstick? Roll for initiative. Uh-oh. Oh, it's no. not. <laughs> now. Orphans, what do you know? The terrors of the sea. We're orphans wherever we go, pillaging happily. We're orphans, let there be no ambiguity. Cause who doesn't like a pile of loot? Some gold, some shrills, some shiny suit. I'm getting such stares. And a plasma screen TV to boot. An orphan's life for me. Yo ho! Welcome back to the Tora Galarian, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Derek Shakes the Table, everybody. I'm so excited. And makes Drow incredibly angry. Today, I've got a candle next to me. You asked for that candle to be yeah, next to you. Yeah, that's because you're farting. Anyway, uh, uh, welcome back to Derek's tour of the inner sea, everybody. Welcome Today, back, everybody. We are leaving Absalom and going back to the bumfuck lands of way up north in the inner sea as Yay! we continue our tour. Uh huh. To the more fun areas. To the more fun and wacky I areas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I so am correct. The first place we uh-huh. stopped on objectively. our objectively. Jesus Christ, guys! I do object. The first place we stopped on our tour of the inner sea was Urson. <gasps> To the the land of witches, witches. Wow. Yes. Urson. I hardly know Urson. Oh my God. Urson is near this. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's directly to the east of where we're going to go today, <laughs> which is the lands of the Linorm King. So this will be to the west of Urson. The west. The west. What is this on the four chan map? Uh, it's probably is it it's Vikings? Vikings. I think Vikings. It's, I think it's Vikings. It, it just is helpful because we've seen that map, and I use it to help me visualize because it's simplified. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the. So on the new one, um, it is called Vikings. Yeah. On the old one, it is also called Vikings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on the old one, it is next to witches, and on the uh, new one, it is next to uh, Urson, which is called Russian Narnia. <laughs> I love it. That's fair. It's basically it's exactly perfect. Right. Um, but yeah, the land of the Lenorm Kings is basically you like Vikings, you like Skyrim, you like that kind of aesthetic. Well, this is the place for you. Like, yeah, really. It is not like a singular nation. So like Urson is a nation state. 
even it's like controlled by whoever the queen of Urson is at the time. The lands of the Linarm kings are just that. They are different little kingdoms of the Linarm kings. What, right now, there's what, seven like main areas? There's seven main areas. I think there's four Linarm kings currently, if I remember yes. right. Well, that, that's on the wiki, so that might not be right. That's the same one that forgot Ostag. That's true, yeah. Uh, so the different areas, and for reference, we're going to be using the Lost Omens World Guide, um, which is the 2E kind of big overview setting book. But we're also going to be using mainly, for me at least, the 1E campaign setting, uh, Lands of the Lenorm Kings. Uh, I got this back when I was starting to run Reign of Winter because you don't necessarily go there. But because Urison is right adjacent to uh, the Lands of the Lenorm Kings, there's content that's pulled from here. And so it's useful to have. Was your... Uh a cat from Linorm Kings or Mammoth Lords? She was Mammoth from the Mammoth Lords. Lords. Yeah, she was Kellid, which yep, is Kellid. home of the Mammoth yeah. Lords. But a lot of the people you met in Urson were... Not to be confused with Kellish. Nope, <laughs> not no, to be confused. No. Uh, but the, a lot of the people that you met in Urson that weren't like Yedwiga were Olfen, yeah. like ethnically, mm-hmm. um, which is the kind of ethnic people group from uh, the land of Linorm Kings. So the overview, if you do have like this map, the, the book, there's a map of the lands of the Linorm Kings and it's split into these different um, kind of regions. There's uh, the Broken Bay, which has the... It's like a, a, a couple of islands uh, off the northeast coast. There's Icemark, the Thane Lands, Hag Reach, which is on the border with Urison, mm-hmm. uh, the Grungier Forest, which is a big kind of honestly. It's it the region that just around <laughs> this main old forest there. Uh, there's the Southmore, which is the southern border of the lands of the Lower Kings with uh, Varesia, and then there's a bunch of like islands called the Ironbound Isles, and basically there's different kings that control different parts of it and there you know can be wars and like politic and going back to take off the different things but like it's very heavily um inspired by viking lore. like in the ba- on the back matter of the book it just says land of vikings <laughs> uh in the savage north lies a realm where only those who slay mighty draconic linorms are fit to rule where giants and trolls dwell just beyond the veneer of civilization lying in wait to attack anyone who tread too far into the wild where the magical influence of the first world of the fae hides just beyond the thin layer of reality where barbarians and berserkers and raiders constitute civilization and the weak serve the strong these are the fabled savage and noble lands of the Lenorm Kings. But wait, Derek, the audience may be saying, I've never heard of a Lenorm before. You like I want to talk about Lenorms actually. Okay. So in the beginning, the gods made a plane, a world. And they decided it plane? didn't I hate you. Don't <laughs> stop, not an aeroplane. And they decided this isn't quite right. So they put that on the back burner, and that became the first world yeah. or the, the, the Pathfinder equivalent of the Feywild. Yeah, the fa- it's the where the fairies are. I will mm-hmm. take this moment to interject. So okay, please. Feywild and D&D kind of like means a lot more. It's like the realm of the Fey. It's kind of where elves sort of came from because elves are Fey-based. Like the Eladrin? Yeah. yeah. Eldarin in, or whatever? In Pathfinder, the first world may seem like the Feywild, and it is inspired by that. But it is also very different. It's also yeah. very different, yes. The Feywild and all lore in Pathfinder is referred to as like... The first the, world. The, yeah, yeah, it is called the first world 
and it, it, it's because it is like the testing ground for what became the material plane. So you can mm-hmm. find some crazy things there. So yeah. the Feywild like isn't, I said, they decided this wasn't cra- quite right. Yeah, so while the <laughs> Feywild is crazy because it's Fey and weird stuff, the first world is crazy because the rules are kind of wonky. Mm-hmm. It's the first project in Unity. Nothing kind of makes sense. Yes. Everything's, Everything's a little broken. Everything's a little bit broken. Yeah. Uh, it's not a bug, it's a feature. <laughs> right. Well, now it is. Well, now it is. <laughs> but that's where you can find a lot of linorms. And the theory is that linorms came through a portal from the first world to the material plane. And in fact, linorms in the first world currently hold the theory that dragons are descendants of linorms from the first world. Yeah. That's actually, it's the original, I have mm-hmm. the wiki pulled up right here. It's, they were the original draconic race on yeah. Galarian, existing eons before the arrival of true dragons. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, uh, that's right. And for, and to like, get to like what they're like, uh, they possess a terrible, they're uh, serpentine with, I think some of them may have some legs. Yeah, they don't I think have they wings. They usually have like the legs on the front. Yeah, the legs on the front. They don't have wings, but they're capable of magical flight. They have a breath weapon like a dragon, mm-hmm. but unlike dragons, they're not innate spellcasters, and they have a connection, like was mentioned, to the first world of the Fey, mm-hmm. and are able to pass from our world and their world. And here's where the big not, thing that makes them different. Not only to say that. But there is a curse. Yes, the yeah, curse. They, the the fey part of them. So like dragons mm-hmm. have magic, lenorms have curses, and whoever killed them are affected by their curses. And it yeah. depends on what type of lenorm. If if you fight a fire lenorm, you could be cursed in one e. It would be a curse of fire, where you now have weakness to fire. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of them are as simple as weaknesses. Some of them are you're you going to start rotting, <laughs> yeah. and then eventually die. Some Immediate of them are die immediately. Yes. If you want a creative one, uh, Derek will talk more about this later but one Lenorm yeah. king is cursed to marry a fray a fey queen mm-hmm. right um but like let's see i have a list of other things they do they basically have a boon that's freedom of movement they cannot be physically constrained they are unaffected by mind affecting things they're immune to curses they're just really dangerous fey versions of dragons if you want to make it really simple oh um, yeah and they're really cool because I had never heard of a Linorm until I played Pathfinder. Yeah, they're dragons that make even less sense. Yeah, and I don't know if they're a thing out like a lot of creatures you can find outside of Pathfinder mm-hmm. or D anD. I don't know if they're like that because they were the, this was the first place I found them, and it's really cool. Yeah, I do think that they're outside of that, but I don't think they're utilized quite as much. Like I've never you know seen or heard of people using Linorms in. 5e it might be one of those things there is a forgotten realms wiki for it but like i said they're not as big a deal as dragons yeah Yeah. and it could be the thing where this comes from a certain mythology and where pathfinder just says when asked which mythology it wants to incorporate beings from it just says yes yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you won't find linorms from what i can tell in many places that aren't the land of the linorm kings because the land of the linorm kings is on like an invisible fault connect that has a portal to the first world yeah, yeah. which is why there's so much fey nonsense in the land of the linorm kings yeah it's it and urison but like they were able to stave off urison's expansion yeah more and or less all all of that mm-hmm. to say you want to know how you become a king in the land of the linorm kings Take you gotta guess. defeat one of those linorms in single combat 
Yeah, I was going to yeah. say here a negative six twenty four AR. Uh, Saborn Armfang defeats a Crag Lunarm in single combat at the mouth of the Rhymeflow River, then uses the heroic accomplishment to declare himself the first of the Lunarm kings, beginning the tradition that all kings in this land must slay a Lunarm before they can assume rule. Saborn establishes Kalsgard. Uh, initially, the site is little more than a meat hall for Saborn and his warriors, but as his fame grows, so too does the settlement. Pretty freaking dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what CR Linorm is. L- yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> it can vary. They are there are different types. One other place specifically mentioned. I know nothing about this place. I want to throw it out there. They're in the impossible kingdoms of Vud- Vudra. No, that's not too far where you are. Really? Yeah, it's off the coast. Oh. It's an Yay! island. Yay! Arms. Arms. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> arms. My notes, first bullet point for today's Toward the Inner Sea is Linorms, bro. Yeah. Second bullet point, Vikings. Yep. Uh. Third bullet point, cold. And the next one after that, eight witches. That's eight, about, eight witches. That's a yep. very important part of it, too. That is a very important part of it. They and, uh, clash intensely yes. yeah because baba yaga basically stole a huge chunk of what mm-hmm. was the lands of the linarm kings from them to create urison as she it is would. today um and they they had a bad fight trying to not get completely demolished i, I liked it because i was reading it because like it's just a bunch of barbarians fighting magic and fey and trolls with like and, you know accessions like a huge army attacking them and it got so bad they they sent children from all across their lands to the first world in exchange for aid they gave up children because baba yaga was hurting them so bad and i don't know if it even helped yeah i think the thing is my understanding of with the winter war whenever um uh baba yaga invaded uh was more just she got bored and stopped yeah and that's pretty much the only reason Which is not comforting, but uh, it's been thousand years or more, so you know it might be fine. Maybe. The great thing about Baba Yaga is that she is one of the most powerful things on Galarian, and she just doesn't care. She sort of fucks off usually. She's like, "Yeah, I did this. I'm good." Uh, one of the cool trivia things about the lands of the Lonerm Kings that I remembered from first edition uh, is that there is a settlement called uh, Averka. I'm going to pull it up here. Yeah, I think it's a, not Averka, Averaka, A-V-E-R-A-K-A. Averaka. Um, it is a town uh, on the Ironbound Isles that is predominantly populated by half-orcs. Oh, um, yeah. It is supposedly a uh, a small group of half-orcs decided to settle in the island, and they managed to establish a now flourishing town of Avaraka. Uh, they have granted the right to accept any half-orc to settle there, making this like the largest half-orc settlement in the inner sea. Because especially, and this is coming from 1E, yeah. half-orcs uh, kind of by lore have a lot of like stigmatism against them uh, because orcs in 1E are predominantly a kind of a chaotic evil, evil yeah. force and, because uh, of their lore. You, you don't become a half-orc by a consensual union. Almost Oftentimes, never. Oftentimes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pretty much. But like because of that, there's a lot of prejudice against them, at least in the 1E lore, right? Yeah. So it was a cool thing to have like a dedicated place where like half-orcs travel to 
to be set up and independent. And the Vikings don't really care. They got bigger problems. They got trolls, Baba Yaga, witches, lit arms. Lit arms. Yeah, half orcs. You Cold. Go, you're fine. Just settle wherever you want. Um, you can basically go up to people in like the Mammoth Lords and stuff and be like, hey, I hate witches. Sweet. And they're like, brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> brother, drink with me. What a coincidence. I too I hate, hate witches. witches. And I want to take this moment now to talk about my favorite uh, NPC. Uh, or not even NPC because he is played by someone uh, who Was. is from yep. oh. the, the land of the Lone Arm Kings and that's Ostog the Unslain. Oh. He was made by Eric Mona, which is like one of the guys in charge of publishing at Paizo Jesus. in one of their home games. <laughs> the first I heard about them and I, I will link this in the episode description is uh, the Glass Cannon podcast, which, you know, we're all big fan of. Mm. So, like, whenever 2E was coming out in 2019, they had played, like, the playtest beforehand, and it was super cool to hear it, like, early. Uh, but at PaizoCon 2019, when 2E was, like, about to launch, uh, mm -hmm. I think it came out in July or August or something officially, but it was, like, the final books were there, and it was ready to go, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, they Jason Bullman, the lead game designer, I think, for 2E, uh, ran their crew and Eric Mona through a uh, 2E, like not really a one shot. It was like three episodes. And I'll, I'll link the, the the first episode if you want to watch it because it is hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty to. good. Uh, they're, they're showing off, I think, I forget what the level characters are. But I believe they were either five or seven. Something like that, yeah. Uh, playing it for the first time. Uh, and Ostog, which is Eric Mona's like one EPC was there and was used mm -hmm. as a plot point because he had just killed a Linorm and was like declaring himself to be a yeah, king. They, they were celebrating his victory as with him as the new and this, king. And this isn't a spoiler because this curse. is like the, the start chunk yeah. of the episode is that his the curse is that he has to marry this fae. Uh, and he's so wonderful. He's called Ostog the Unslain because he hasn't been killed or brought back, and he doesn't wear any armor, yep. and he's a barbarian, and it's just great, and he's your favorite, like, big, dumb, stupid barbarian in the oh. best way possible. He has a legendary sword, Gnarl Fang. He's almost Timbo. He's, he's, he's great. And he's not quite friendly enough. My favorite bit is like, I'm afraid there's a, there's a curse. And then Eric Mona playing his old character is like, there doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> he's so dumb. I love him. And not only, so like after this, in the last 1E Adventure Path, Tyrant's Grass, they had a bunch of like bonus content. Uh, one of them was a full like with art stat block of Ostog the Unslain. This is the last book. This is the sixth book of Tyrant's Grass. So the last like 1E Adventure Path book they published. Um, but not only did he show up there, he's in the Lost Omens World Cup. He is now officially in the lore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On page 113. How's uh, it feel, Eric? On the like Mona? few paragraphs they have about the Land of the Lone Kings. The most recent king to take the throne to take a throne is the legendary adventurer Ostog the Unslain, who claimed the throne of Yol after Opir's disappearance. Whether Ostog can keep the title of the Unslain for long while holding his throne, only time can tell. Oh, uh, I love that. I yeah. believe in him. I love that. You go, so Ostog. Shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> But anyway, the whole the, the I moral, mean he's a PC. Why shouldn't I believe in him? <laughs> the moral of the story is unless anyone else has anything to add, uh Gorum. <laughs> the moral of the story is you like Vikings, you just check out the land of the Lone Arm Kings. I don't think there's actually any like adventure paths. I know there's some mo some 
society scenarios. There's society scenarios written everywhere. But like, society I don't think... Society scenarios are the best. I don't think there's any adventure paths that deal with the land of the Lone Arm Kings. I know there might be... There's definitely society scenarios, but I don't know if there's modules either. Um, Who knows? So like... They're like what predominantly barbarians. Yes, some skulls. We were maybe. reading. I'm pretty sure the wiki page for Lens of the Linorm Kings is one e, but all four Linorm Kings were barbarians, ranging from level 13 to 18. Yeah, every single one yep. was a barbarian, and that is wonderful. Wonderful. That's great. I love that. Who for would them. be stupid enough to kill a beast that would curse you with its death? A, a barbarian. barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming to today's tour of the inner sea. We'll now resume our normal uh, trip back to the spell scar desert. What? We'll go back centuries no, I don't before go back. the star stone was raised. Squid! The wizard Aww. kings next to Geb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose we Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. You to the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. Pinnacle? On its streets, life and out can start the non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the hungry. edge of the law, here comes for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. They are the Linorm Kings. Linorms, what do you know? The Mark. kings of the... Uh, kings. Manaways. Manaways. Uh, so, last episode, you guys... Last we episode, Squid was fine. A sad fight with Squid, but at the last moment, he managed to limp away carrying Mousetrap uh -huh. with him. Yes. Yes. And he is having a great time. A great time. Of course, Mousetrap all by himself he, he felt after, his he, after he decided to go vegan. Yeah, he, he felt so his if way you're to playing a, a leshy. To a happy farm. Uh huh. So he's he's living happily. Oh yeah. On a farm playing Mousetrap. I turned on the sad I music. Totally, totally went to the farm. He didn't get blasted to bits by Inneradiance Torrent. He, he's on the farm. He's hanging out with Alonzo. He didn't go to the farm, but boy, did he buy it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stop this. I loved him. Uh, when we last, he had to die. When last we left our intrepid band of Spellscar explorers, you were making your way through the Spellscar desert after landing uh, in the second kiss. Uh, you had met an incredibly odd... Alien oh. life form. Uh -huh. I, pu I put on the sad music for you guys. Uh -huh. I hope you know. Uh, named nothing. You named him yourself. You named well, him Squid. Wasn't his name I? We're saying his. It's yeah. they. I don't think yeah. our concept of gender remotely applies. In the unless everything's just a good boy. Jacob's holding a uh, invisible lighter, waving it back and forth. From here, uh, but to eat his homies. Doesn't know that it hurts me. Keep going. He tried to eat <laughs> I'm us. done. Not you, him. He had to die. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, he also doesn't understand the difference between friend and food. He just kind of does what he wants or they want. Uh, and, and they, they beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I did 51 damage and one critical finisher. Yeah. It made me really Eleanor happy. Eleanor beat the shit out of it. Uh, and then Sykir killed it with Inneradiance Torrent. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah, you slaughtered that squid. And uh, it had, what, two hit it points? It gave one last yeah. sad as its tentacles came off of Sykir. 
Um, I feel bad. And that's where we find you now. I don't I feel bad as well. I don't. He didn't know any better. We had to defend ourselves, but he didn't know any better. I don't think that we could have taught him in time anyway. I don't think so either. I told Derek, by the by, for the audience, that if we had ended our encounter with him peacefully, Chester was going to send him to the farm to the of best of his ability. Mm-hmm. Where else would you have sent him? He needs to, to kill learn. your mother? No, if we had ended peacefully, if he hadn't attacked us. What it, but he still would have gotten hungry. We don't, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. If we could have learned him good. If we could have taught him the difference between friend oh. and food. Yeah. Or if we had ended peacefully and there was no problem with friend and food, he would have sent them to the farm because he's so innocent. He was innocent. He didn't know better. Innocent, you say? Very dangerous, childlike mind. If somebody has a pet lion, do you blame the lion for eating them? Did you take 55 damage from this creature? Chester no, got you did hurt. not. He did get a big hit in Chester the beginning. Chester got hurt real but bad. We also need to understand that Eleanor, much like Cat in real life, is very protective when people get hurt. What? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yep, Squid's dead. Uh, yeah, Squid. Squid's dead. Uh, uh, Chester will sadly walk up. And grab mousetrap. <laughs> put it back in the box. Put it back in the in his bag. I'm gonna start. He'll take his hat dirt off over the corpse. Yeah, he'll take <laughs> his hat off over Squid and be like, "You stupid alien! You didn't know any better. You were so sweet." He'll start covering it with dirt as well. Eleanor just wipes the goo off of her sword. <laughs> if it reloads, it gives him an extra <sighs> tap. <laughs> <laughs> Chester's like, I don't blame you. <laughs> Chester reloads his gun too. No, it was already reloaded. Yeah, you spent like a whole uh, round reloading it. <laughs> uh, well, that was traumatic. <laughs> I, 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 I feel empty. Feels wrong. We had to, I know, but it feels wrong. Welcome to the Manaways. Teaching. <laughs> Welcome to the Manaways. Is it always like It this? was like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was like blasting a child in the face with huge amounts of divine energy. A very strong, <laughs> tall child with multiple arms. That had a mouth big enough to take a huge chunk out of you. A child that wants to eat your friends. Let's see. First note, we bury squid. <laughs> to be fair, children bite. That is just how it is. But children don't have... Poison DC Fortitude DC twenty five. I've gotten cat scratch fever from quite a few children. Oh my god! What? <laughs> They're all cat folk. Ah. <laughs> Derek just put the dead skull on top of Squid's token. Oh, oh, now he looks like Alonzo. No, remove his body. We buried him. Why are you rotating him? <laughs> rotate. Pray I do oh. not rotate him further. Rotate the squid faster. I rotated the squid once. Not the faster squid. Don't rotate it more. Oh my god. <laughs> Are oh. we just dealing with the, 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 the trauma that we got from instant, instantaneously pack bonding with this animal? Yes. <laughs> we were too trusting of it. You know what really gets me is for a brief moment there playing mousetrap with this creature, mm-hmm. I got my games confused because I've been listening to GCP playing. GCP? Uh, 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 Quest for the Frozen Flame, where part of the game is getting beings and creatures to join your tribe. And I was sitting here like, 
I want to get Squid to join our tribe. And then I was like, no way, this is the wrong game. We yeah. can't take him with us. And then he tried to eat us! We can take pieces of him with us. No. Just sever Ew. tentacle. That's mm. so morbid. Take the calamari. So, I will just keep going. Um. Oh, actually, no, we won't. Let's heal. Yeah, yes, I was about please. to say, you should probably take care of the healing. All right, let's go. Do we want to go. try upping the DC for more health? Do 20 for 2d8 plus 10. Sure. You can't critical unless you roll a one anyway. Critically mean, fail. Crit fail. Critically fail, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure, it, let's go. What happens if I fail? I just nothing. don't do anything? All yeah, right. for 10 minutes. All right, go. Uh, this one's for you. Me? Yes, you. Can't do me. Ooh. Natty 16. Oh, oh uh, yeah. that's almost a critical. That's two. That's a success. So it's right. just 2d8 plus 10. 2d8 plus 10. That plus 10 is chunky. chunky. On average, it should get us more than criticaling with two whatever. Yeah, yeah well, okay. 17. Nice. Your turn. Time for Eleanor. Callie. Callie. Eleanor. <laughs> wow. Calinor. Ah, oh, it's a regular fail. Oh, well. Oh. Okay. It's okay. Back to Chester. Fail. Pass. Succeed on Eleanor. No, that was a success for Chester. You. Oh, that, oh, okay. I got my rolls mixed okay. up. Here, them Johns. Fifteen. Okay. How you doing, Chester? Chester is at seventy-two of seventy-four. He's good. To Eleanor. 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 Please. Oh, baby! Critical success. Oh, oh. thank you. Baby. All right. Forty-eight plus ten. Natty seventeen, by the way. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Woo. 24 healing. Oh, beautiful. God damn. Nice. God damn. God damn. God damn. All uh, right. How, what are you at, Eleanor? Eleanor is now, she was at 31. Now Jeez. she is at, <laughs> yeah, she was very Yeah, hurt. that's a single round. Um, Now she's at 55. Okay, out so of you 86. Need, you need a good. She was very badly hurt. Why I'm do you gonna, think she was trying to kill it? I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Please. Yeah, baby. It was a 20 and then it moved. There's another success. Uh, for 17 points. Oh, yes. One more, I imagine. I'll tell you where I'm at. Uh, now I'm at 72 out of 86. Probably wouldn't hurt to go for one more. Oh, it's a failure, unfortunately. So you can wait right. for another one. I'm just, this is just I'm gonna, counting time. I'm going to heal myself because I'm down 20. Go for it. Ooh, hey, that oh, might crit. crit. Success. Nice. Oh, nice. 18 on the die. It's still it's forty eight plus ten. You don't double the plus ten for the crit success. Yar. Wouldn't that Sadly. be nice? Sadly, yeah, that'd be really nice. Are you full now, Psychir? Twenty four points of healing. Yes. Yes, Beautiful. I am. Hell yeah! All right, let's yeah. give Eleanor another hit on them, John. How does Psychir have so many hit points? Uh, Psychir has a decent Just, hit die. Yeah, and a big Constitution modifier. All right, nice. It's because of Psychir's um, uh, mystery. Yeah, it ups third. Because it's a, a bit harder for them to heal, they balance it by giving them a little bit more Ooh, HP. There you go. Uh, regular 16. success for 16 points to Eleanor. Oh, that might yeah. get me up to full. Six. Is Usubu hurt at all? Nope. All right, six. Let's she, go. I am at full. Thank you, Psykir. She took a note from Chester's playbook. And Ray backed up. 
Well, actually, she only advanced, but uh, Chester ran back there, so she oh, decided yeah. to draw the crossbow instead we, of the knife. Yeah. We might should consider giving Eleanor a distance weapon that does more than a D4. The problem is all your stuff is built around yeah, getting I am, up close. That's I can true, only do things up like, close. Distance is still necessary. Could I have taken the two daggers from um, Lucky? Lucky. Uh, have we done any ones? selling? Yeah, they were just regular daggers, but they sure. would get me 10 feet of distance. Yeah, you can take them. Thank you. I thought about that the last time they we were off They were just regular air. daggers, right? Yar. Okay, then we probably did His gun them. was the only one that was important. Bethel. Okay. Yar. All right, so it is after the trek hey. fight. Yep. Quick question. If mm-hmm. I put poison on a piece of ammunition, how long is it on there for? I don't know. So if I were to, oh, I don't know, poison a bullet right now, would it be poison in the next encounter? Because we do have three vials of hunting spider venom. How would you do this? Dip, dip, po- dip, dip po- potato chip. Yeah, poison. Why it would take a whole vial to poison a bullet, I don't know, but, you know. You have to soak it and let the poison seep into the metal. Yeah. Yeah, because metal's porous. Yeah. Uh, you didn't know that? I'm metal's gonna, porous. I'm <laughs> going to say since it uses two actions to interact that you would have to do it in combat. Mm. Otherwise, it would wear off and be like not be useful. Jacob's giving me the stank eye. Stanky. So, uh, I suppose we're we're like in Tentacle Canyon now, right? Yeah, you're <laughs> in Tentacle what Canyon. What time of day mm-hmm. is it? I wonder uh, if that's why it's called Tentacle Canyon. Oh! oh. Do eyes oh. live everywhere? Maybe there's more of them. That makes me happy and sad. That just means we'll have to kill more. Either that or we just can't stay around well, them. Well, that's why I'm sad. I, let's just I, I was happy at the idea of their existence and sat at the realization that if they did exist, they'd try to eat if, us. If there is something that po- pops up, we should just try to give them, like, a lizard first. Yeah. We say this knowing for a fact that that was an individual, unique creature. Yeah. Derek splurged on us at the uh-huh. end. Would, Derek loves to curious, tell us things once we're done. Once I know it's not going to be relevant anymore, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, after you kill it, there's sometimes yeah. there's cool things to share. And sometimes I can't wait half a year for it catching up. Yeah. We could preserve its body and bring it back. No, you oh can't. No! Uh, <laughs> I worked very hard to kill that thing. Uh, Go on. But you are in Tentacle Canyon. Um, if you follow it through, you'll know that you'll come out uh, near where I have Cradle a question. And like, yeah. mm-hmm. Do we know why it's called Tentacle Canyon? Yeah, because of the rock formations in the canyon. There are rock formations that like stand up. The hoodoos. The hoodoos. Oh, and, and they're supposed to look like tentacles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I missed that detail. Yeah. You can actually, hoodoos are a real thing. You can look them up. They're like... H-O-O-D-O-O. Yeah, it's a real kind of rock formation. Oh, I could see someone calling those calling those like tentacles. Especially in like the man away. How deep is Tentacle Canyon? I said the dried out like riverbed, and this isn't like a narrow thing. The map that you're put on for this isn't quite accurate. Uh-huh. It is about 20 feet down right now. And uh, how far is it? Like how how long do we have until we get to our destination or near it? Like a day so or right two. So right now right? it's about one in the afternoon. You, I don't know how long we've been traveling at this mm. point. You you've been traveling about three to four hours, and uh-huh. you've made it about ten miles. I'm being generous here. My God, okay. we're schmoving. Yeah, you, I had you guys start around like eight ish. It's one ish now. That includes the time you took to heal. Yeah. It also includes uh, the time you took to talk to. Play with I. Could we make it through this canyon before sundown? Uh, you might not be able to get to the cradle of quartz today, like all well, the way yeah. through. But you could, you could get pretty far if not 
like most of the way there today. And are we going to climb the? Did its footprints look like the footprints that had us worried in the riverbed? You could pretty much figure out that it probably comes through here a lot and just squiggles around. Came through here oh. a lot. Yeah, all by himself. Itself. It doesn't really know the difference between solitariness and. I know. Okay. Well, it didn't know. I know. <laughs> Sad. So, do we still want to climb up the? Well, canyon? I understand. We are all anthropomorphizing this thing yes. because it's cute. Yes. It was basically a fish. Yeah. A cute like a fish. live bear. Live bears have no soul. <laughs> so, if you have guppies, remember they would kill you in a heartbeat. Big guppy. So, mm-hmm. do we still want to try and climb this wall to get out of the riverbed? Yes. I don't like being at the bottom. Yeah. Right. I will. Rope. I will tie off my little rope. To my me, and I will stand beneath you and try to catch you. And I'll start sure. climbing up. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta catch them. They always land on their feet. You just cut away <laughs> like a, a wide screen uh, view. You and Eleanor having this conversation. Psychir <laughs> falls, just Psychir lands falls. flat on their face. <laughs> That's why I was gonna catch them. I have a climb speed. It's fine. I can't fall. I feel like that should be a challenge. The DM don't do that. Uh, you're fine. You can make I it mean, up. You have a climb speed. Because there's no, like, wind or stuff happening yeah. right now, at least. There's no storm. Yeah. I mean, there's wind because you're in the desert. But yeah, it's not, but like, not a like, strong, hard wind. Yeah. I'm not I'm not concerned about it. Um. Okay, yeah, yeah. Instead of attempting an athletics check, you just automatically succeed and move up to your climb speed. Yeah, and if you guys want to take your time, there's no reason you can't just have Psych here climb up. Yeah. Affix a rope and then climb up. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what I was we're planning on do. doing. Yeah, you're able to all get up fairly easily. You collect your game of mousetrap. You bury, I guess, I or mm-hmm. squid. We covered them up. Uh, I squid. I squid. Ha! Oh, product name. Apple's new I squid. <laughs> Check it out now. It actually sounds like something they would make. It'll try to eat your face. Um, Watch out for the beak. <laughs> uh, but comes you- in red, blue, rose gold, and yellow. Ink black. Uh, you make it up to the top of the dried out riverbed and you follow it for a couple miles. Uh, it ends up, the riverbed looks like it opens up into what looks like it like dumped into some sort of larger body of water because there's mostly just like dunes and soft hills around here. Um, and you see like a, a large amount of like dunes and sand hills in front of you. You feel like in the vague distance you can see another like set of hoodoos and canyon but like it could be miles away um so you start making your way out uh into babe yeah i every time you say hoodoo (laughs) that's what is gonna happen it's such a fun word too hoodoo 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 uh but you start making your way out into it uh and soon not too long uh you come across a um uh, what looks like a small oasis in the middle of these dunes. Oh. Uh, Can I roll perception to see if it actually is an oasis, or am I crazy? A will well, check. Why don't I just take you to this little map I have here? Ooh. Still don't believe it. Till I touch the water, I won't believe it. I won't believe it till I touch the grass. Um, we should all do that. Touch grass? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're nerds who have been inside all day. We probably should. It's funny. The map they give me doesn't line up with the flavor text. The yeah. desert sun beats down with no wind and no shade for respite. Except on this map, there are very obviously rocks and small trees. Uh, ahead, a ridge of hills offers the promise of at least some shelter in the blistering sun. Maybe that's this part of this. Uh, and suddenly, a small plume of sand oh. erupts from the ground a few feet ahead of you. 
followed almost immediately by the crack of a distant rifle shot. What? <gasps> arriving Uncle Ten Fingers Boomstick after the projectile. <gasps> Is it Uncle Ten Fingers Boomstick? Roll for initiative. Uh-oh. Oh, it's no. not. <laughs> Maybe he just hasn't recognized us. I choose to roll. Alrighty, so. So who has the hat? Chester. <laughs> All right, sick. Uh, I need Chester is wearing it. Your initiative rolls with perception. <clears throat> um, 28. 21. 26. Okay, 26 oh, for Chester. Pretty good. Pretty 21 good. for I Eleanor. I an 11. That's not so great. I mean, it's still good. 28 for... Over 10 is good. Like here? Oh, you already got it. There we go. Sweet. What do you guys do? You see the... Do we know where the bullet <laughs> came from? Make a perception check. Oh. <sighs> Well, would that Wouldn't not that count not, as... Yeah. Oh, that would. Yes, you're right. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha Oh, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> you know what? That's right. We do the perception initiative. Sorry, I'm bad at this, guys. It's okay. I pretend to be a great GM, did and I he, forget the did, basic rules all the time. Did they roll their stealth for initiative? Uh, no. They should. Why don't I do that right now? Otherwise, we should be able it to see auto-rolled them. auto-rolled perception for me. My bad. Okay, that's better. Oh, Oh, yeah, this thing beat you, unfortunately. Hmm. I don't doubt it. Uh, okay, so it's going to act first in initiative. And you guys stopped, right? Yeah. Okay. Who's shouting at us? So we we know, just us here, we know that Muglin and the leader of the Gilded Gunners had not left town yet. That doesn't mean they couldn't have caught up to us. Well, it, doesn't mean, it also doesn't mean that other Gilded Gunners hadn't left yet. But... I want uh, these. This person might not be Gilded Gunner. This might just be a guy. It might just be a guy. Yeah, but not a silly little guy. No, this might be a silly no, big guy shooting at us. They can't be a silly little guy. Uh, who? Well, then well, not lucky. Lucky was sh- shooting at us too. Yeah, but he's lucky. He is a silly little guy. He's a silly little one. He's a silly little guy. He's a silly little convict, is what he is now. Yeah. So this thing is going to take another shot. This thing is yeah at let's see here at Asuvu apparently no good oh, man. She, she's got cover. not Asuvu she's got cover sure but from we're you all in front of her like a solid wall protect the NPC it's got to be at least plus one to AC uh, okay so that is going and uh, is also going to do a uh, he he the first thing user. you're going to hear is uh, just this. Oh no, it's a furry! Like how? It's a furry! You hear the gunshot go off. (laughs) Remember, if they can afford $1,000 commissions, they can afford a $10 pipe bomb in your mailbox. So I rolled an effective 31. Jeez! Oh boy! Oh my god! That cover will give Asuvu not a critical. Oh, Oh, thank thank god. But Asuvu will get hit uh, for a total of. Is this a Ganol? Is it a Gakobold? 10 points of damage. (laughs) Oh, only 10? That's fine. However, what about the uh deadly D whatever? That shot hits. Uh, It scares the shit out of all of you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 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 10 foot emanation (laughs) off of a Suvu. Oh. Oh. Which is everybody. Yeah. It slaps. It does slap. I need everybody in, to make a will save. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Let's go. Chester. Okay. Chester. 30. 20, even. 23. 
30 for Psykeer. Yeah. All right, Chester and Eleanor <laughs> fail. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are we afeared? Uh, and Usuvu passes. Uh, <laughs> She's the one who got shot. I know. Uh, so I ain't scared. <laughs> both of y'all are going to be frightened one. Okay, that's fair enough, fair enough. Uh, and that's two actions that I've spent so far. Uh, and at this point, I'm just going to... So it rolled stealth, so whenever it gets to your turn initiative, I'll show you. Uh, where it is, all right? Is that, I don't think that's how it works, but we also... The hiding, the hidden, concealed rules but are But I'm also, like, shot at you, so... That's fair, that's fair. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that one for free and look look up the rules later. Um, uh, okay, so... But it is going to spend its last action to attack again. Oh, that's not going to hit. That's, oh. uh... 14 total. Kicks up dust. Yeah, and now you see, uh, you will have to actually zoom out for this one, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Way over here behind oh. this rock, uh, you see what looks to be a humanoid, <gasps> slightly canine figure. It is a... No, it is a gnoll, right? Oh, cool. Kind of looks like a gnoll. It's about it's 120 a feet away from you. Gnoll. Cool beans. Does it have cover from us? Uh, I mm. think it could use... Or you could argue that it could use the rock for cover. That it's hiding behind. You could argue. Yeah, could. I might. I may. All right. It is now Psykeer's uh, turn. The roll. Oh, yes. yes. Would you please flat check? 13. 13. You are good. I believe we roll to determine what spell slot you get back. Yeah. What spell slots have you expended? I have expended one second level and two third levels. Okay. All right, so it looks like you're, I rolled a d6 for you. You're mm-hmm. going to get a third level spell slot back. Yeah, oh, nice. But you have to use it in a number of rounds. So that's actually a second level spell. Oh. I could make them blind, though. Can you do it from here? Uh, 30 feet. Okay. So you'd have to run. Yeah. Is blindness the only third level spell you know right now? No, I have dream message and remove disease. Dream message? Cool. Yes, and the range for that is planetary. <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do, Psykir? Is over 120 feet away from you. Um, this is the same relative kind of rifle that uh, good old Chester Williams has, right? You're not sure. You haven't seen. Do I have an approximate knowledge of how much range the standard issue rifle has? So Chester is a flintlock musket, has a range of 70 feet. Okay. Only 70 feet. Yeah, I was taking range penalty. Take it. I'll have you know, I calculated my range penalty when I made those attacks. Oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 70 feet? It should be about 120 from you guys. It, it, he's exactly 120 from Chester. Sweet. Uh, So can I see him? Yes. Yeah, you can see him. I can see him. I'm going to... You see, like, uh, this glint coming off the barrel... Of the gun. It's the scope. <laughs> it's the barrel. I didn't I, mean to I, do that. I, I know. It doesn't have a scope. I Help figured. Me. What do you need? I oh fucked my up. God. <laughs> I explode. <laughs> I explode? Psych here just drew a massive circle on our map. <laughs> I explode. Centered on them, might I add. <laughs> um, yes. Hang on. Let's see. Uh, so, can I run 50 feet? Sure. That'll be two actions. To run? Uh, you, uh, that would just be my normal stuff? Yeah. Could I spend... You could spend... So your movement's 25? Yes. Yeah, you could go up to 75 feet. Okay. For three actions. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'll have that square mark for you if you need All to. All right, right there. Thank you. Psyche <laughs> goes, tears up the sand as they run across. Three Psyche. actions to stride. Psyche T poses and glides across the skin. <laughs> I'm sorry, but whenever I see a token move, are you a far, ready to meet Bry? When I see a token move such a far distance, that's all I can actually imagine. It's just <laughs> a line in the sand where their feet are dragging. All right, so that's Psykir's turn. All three action to move. Uh, Chester Williams. I I like to imagine that it's not so much just a, a T posing thing, but Psykir is moving in such a straight line that they're having to fight against, you know, sand sliding out under their feet, so the tail is whipping <laughs> like a cheetah's. Yeah. It's a little propeller. Um, <laughs> Chester's going to devise a stratagem. And recall knowledge. What should I roll for recall knowledge? What should you roll for recall knowledge, you say? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What is your role? It would actually be society. Three on the die. Oh, that's sexy. (laughs) But my society is my highest knowledge. Um, 16. Hell no. I didn't think so. Well, (laughs) so Chester got a on the die. You're going to go 20. That's 25. That would be two actions. He hasn't got his gun drawn yet. So if I move to... Oh. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm just going to run. It's 25. Doity. Oh, I can get to right there. Is that 50? And Chester yes. runs to get closer. Uh, okay, so three actions just to run? Yep. Did you devise a stratagem? I did. So you can only spend two actions to run? I, I, I spent two actions to run. Okay. Did I say... I spent three actions total. One to devise strategy, uh, one to, two to run. I see. Uh, it is now Eleanor's turn. And, um, Eleanor's going to get over there in like way one faster. <laughs> Actually, yeah. If it hadn't been for that stupid Frightened, uh-huh. I would have made it 90 feet. Does Frightened lower your movement speed? I'm it pretty shouldn't. sure it did. Well, no, wait, no, it's, um, I don't have Panache because I didn't uh, after you. With Panache, I could go 45 feet in one movement. Oh, hoofta. But, uh, Boofta. if I'm not mistaken, zooms out. The only problem is, would I have had my, my sword? No. No, unfortunately. Okay. What's that say? Uh, that says 120 feet. That's three actions. Hmm. I can get right up to him in three actions. Yeah, you could. I'm doing it. Do it. So, what happens is Psykir takes off. <laughs> Eleanor, Chester sits and thinks for a second and then books it. And then Eleanor sprints past. Both All of, of you. <laughs> Does Eleanor anime run? Naruto run? Oh, oh, God. I feel like Eleanor might force Gump run. <laughs> oh, oh like, like Captain America? <laughs> oh. Yeah. On Behind. <laughs> Behind. 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 Yeah, I don't have my sword out, but I'm able to get right up to it. <laughs> I thought about activating my um, bracelet of dashing, but that takes an entire action. Yeah. And with the second action, I would have only made it 100 feet. Ah, not worth. So I didn't think it was worth it. Now I'm up in its business. I can punch I- for an attack of opportunity. <laughs> Because I, I can't attack unarmed. I guarantee you this thing did not think one of us could make it up to him that fast. <laughs> Just go, 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 go. Sometimes being a swashbuckler right. with high speed is delightful. That speed is absurd. 
her yeah <laughs> yeah she she might have anime ran if she had her sword she would have anime ran oh my goodness gets in your face uh okay osuvu spins all three actions to run up as well um oh, she's so weird. all right that's the end of round one we've done nothing but get shot at and run um but towards the enemy this time yeah. Uh, it's mean? this guy's turn. All right, so this Eleanor, time. as you round the corner and see this guy, I'm going to show you the art here on Foundry. Ooh. Let's look at him. Is it going to be a horrible mutant gnoll? Time to find out whether we kill or knock out. It does look like a gnoll. Based off of looks alone. Really? Based off look. Oh my god. Are, so Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? For half a second before you insult my gnoll. <laughs> you see this gnoll. He has like long white hair uh, oh. as part of his mane. Oh, is he uh, old? And he has this badass golden firearm. Oh, he survives. And his uh, eyes are He's also not... kind of vaguely glowing gold. He's, He's not really mutated. cool looking. He is not mutated, no. So, no, but, like, that's that's the thing. If he's not mutated, he might have his wits about him. It doesn't mean he's good, but, like, he might be worth considering not, you know, murdering. Well, it's his it turn. There. I do like that gun, though. Oh. It is his turn. Are you going to kill him because he has good loot? Never. Would that have changed your opinion of Squid if you couldn't get the helmet? Oh. No. I would have given up that helmet for him to live. Oh, that's fair. I, He's beautiful. I offered to sacrifice really a character like in a different game. game just for Squid to live. That's dumb. Uh, okay. Uh, you get up in his business, and his rifle, if you notice, has a like bayonet-looking thing on it. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, so what he's Have going fun getting slashed. to do... He's actually he's going to take a shot at you. I attack. You don't... But don't have your weapon out there. I can punch. Okay. Go ahead to make your attack of opportunity. Good call. He goes to make a ranged attack. I can attack. I calculated getting right in his business. Or a punch is non-lethal, isn't it? Yeah. Or do you want to save that for nimble dodge? Ooh. Hmm. Here's the real strategy. <sighs> I know it's not as fun. I know. I want, but you I'll won't save do it for a nimble dodge. With a punch. If he right. tries to hit me, I'll save it for nimble dodge. My AC is lower because of frightened. Yeah. Uh Thank you, Jacob. It's not as cool, though. I know. Uh, so he's going to... I think he's going to take a shot first. Um, he's already... You know how much it hurts to not attack of opportunity? Uh, he's not going to hit what? me if he's going to take a shot. Do you know what he says in Null? Uh, are you prepared for the most powerful spell of all? Are, are you ready, ready, ready to be God? You know what? I just realized I didn't reload last <gasps> round, so I have to spend an action to reload, oh. and then I will take my shot. Uh... In your face at point blank range. Oh. At me? Yeah. Mm. That's why I'm using nimble dodge. <sighs> I want it to be cool, but I have to be alive. Oh, I have to live. I like the tokens. Do you know I have for... another dodge ability? All I right. have dodge away. Are, are you using nimble oh. dodge on this one? I am using nimble dodge. Okay. I like how the tokens for Allies of Alkenstar <sighs> have like riveted edges. I That's rolled cool. a total of 21. <gasps> natural you miss. three. Ooh! You would have. I would have been able to attack. I would have been able to not be hit regardless, but you miss. All right. So that's your nimble dodge, and then he's going to uh, attack you with the bayonet on the gun. Okay. At minus five or minus four? Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. <gasps> You've done secret rolls. Look at you. What you roll? I rolled a total of eighteen. You I miss. Got I rolled a three yes. and a five this round, and that's all my actions. I reloaded, I shot, and I smack. All right, that's his turn. Next in the order is Sakir. What do you want to do? 
<laughs> I gotta speed run this joke now. So many times. That's right. Don't want the audience to get bored with Williams. <laughs> the butt of our humor. Uh, that's the funniest <laughs> thing to me. I'm the butt of our humor. But! 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 Stand! Stand? I love Hungry! Uh, no. What do you want to do, Psykir? It looks uh, like you've moved up. Yes, I'm going to move once. That's 30 feet. And then I'm going to cast the spell that I got by not exploding. Blindness. Uh, which is going to be blindness, yes. Hell yeah, fortitude, right? Bark. Fortitude? Yes. I believe so. That's the bark yes. of great yes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when that do was we a bark of hang the fuck on. I'll look. Ooh, I rolled really oh, good. Geez. I would like to spend a bottle cap to make you re-roll. That's not how they Can work I please in this do it? game. Bottle caps work like okay. hero points. We haven't allowed- You changing this fucks over only me. No, we wanted to do this for uh, Shoma too, and I Arf. said no. Uh, bottle caps don't impose on GM in this game. You can trade them though. So I did ask this a few episodes ago too. Yeah, this has been asked multiple times of me. Uh, so unfortunately that's gonna be a critical success, which means no effect. Um, that sucks. Which is great for me, I guess. I would have liked that 18, oh, I don't know, a roll or two ago when I could have attacked, but you know, not being blind is cool. I'm sure you'll get it anyway. We'll see. Hmm. Eleanor's in my face. My days are numbered. Yeah. All right, so you've double moved. <laughs> you double moved and you attacked. No, I only moved once. You only moved once? Yeah. And then you... Oh, Blindness is two actions. Two actions. Okay, okay. Ah. But yeah, you're at the end of your turn. Uh, catcher? Yeah. Gotcha. Catcher me. Is, okay, I only moved twice. She moved three times. I was about to say, how did Usuvu get in front of me? Yeah, you uh, only moved twice. Chester's gonna devise a stratagem. Not a good roll. No. <laughs> Just reload again. Just keep reloading. Shove even more ammunition. Cartridges coming out the gun barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta reload. Just guys. run up. You spend your actions moving. Uh, no, I'm actually gonna be smart this time. Chester's gonna pull out and drink a Draken Heart Mutagen Moderate. You gonna move? Uh, devise a stratagem. Pull out. Drink. Okay, so three actions. Cool. But now my AC. Oh. When do we get rid of our frightened condition? You should already be on at the start at the um end of your turn on the first round. It should have gone down. Oh, okay. Because um, I'm not a. Yeah, you're not frightened anymore. Oh well, yeah. I'm not using hero I am lab. Also I mean, I'm using foundry. hero lab, not foundry. So I'm, yeah. My also manual. not frightened anymore. So my AC has gotten better. Yep. Cool. Uh, that's that. For you, it is Usuvu's turn. Suvu is going to blink him. Oh no, she gun or stab? Oh, she could do both. Do both. She has a, a crossbow. Oh yeah. Um, I have to double move if I want to see him. A Suvu's gonna be a bro. Uh, what if you move just there? No, a Suvu's gonna be a bro. Oh. A Suvu's gonna be a bro and move bro. up to here. But double double move. Ah. It's one action. Draw her kukri. Oh, yes. You see what I'm doing. Usuvu and Eleanor. Double teaming. I hate doing this to myself, but that's what Usuvu would do. Usuvu is smart. She would. It's what my character would do. I should have. (laughs) It is now this dude's turn. Shit. He's going to spin an action to reload, which is an interact action that will trigger an attack of opportunity. Uh, I want it this time. Do you have your sword out? No, I only... I I haven't... Been able to draw, but I could punch him. Last time it was his turn, she didn't have her sword out. Did you skip her turn? 
No, because last time it was his turn was the top of round two. Yeah. That was her turn acting on round two. I got a really low initiative for us. I think I got the lowest initiative No, no, remember, us. he mm. shot in her oh, face. Oh, I did. You're right. So you skipped her turn. I did skip your turn. Wait, I got skipped? Yes. And Osuvu hasn't acted yet, technically, so let's wind back the clock. I slapped my foot. That hurt. Okay. Oh, you probably took my debate over whether or not I would do the attack of opportunity is like my turn. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I will act. Um, or I, I just going... double clicked on my arrow and didn't think about it. Yeah, go ahead, Eleanor. I am going to draw my rapier. Action one. Okay. Action two, attempt a tumble through. Okay. And let's see if this works. I believe yeah. in you. That is a... 24. Why 22. Sorry. Because uh, it, it wasn't her, her turn. turn. Eleanor goes okay. before Asuva. Yeah, and Asuva didn't have a complicated I got a bad so roll. Just okay. tell me it's not enough. 24. That will not do it, unfortunately. But no reactions from him. Okay, then I will attempt. You still have to draw. I did. I said I drew. Okay, okay. So one action draw, one, one action. One action draw, one action attempt to tumble through. Didn't work, so I guess I'm stuck back where I was. Yeah. Um, and. You could still do a normal attack or you could raise your shield. I'm going to raise my shield. Okay, cool. That is your my turn. My buckler, which has the same points as a shield, because why not? My knife. My knife. My knife. Now put it's almost not back. worth me attacking without panache. <laughs> That's fair. Get back up there, Usuvu. It's just, uh, you get back up there, draw your knife. Okay, top of round three now. It's this guy's turn, and he is boxed in. Go ahead and do a ranged melee attack. I mean, a ranged attack, please. Well, he's going to spend his first action to reload, and then he's going to take a swipe with his... Uh, he reloaded. You can take an attack of opportunity. Yes, you yes. can. And your weapon is drawn now, so take yeah, that, Yeah, I'm going to actually take the attack of opportunity now that I have my shield up to help protect me. That is a good call. Um, it's let's see. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. <laughs> Does a 32 hit? Oh, yeah. Not a crit, but that will hit. That's okay. I hit, though. And I consider attack of opportunities just free damage. That's yeah. right. Hmm. Oh, good damage. 11 damage. That will hurt very much, Lee. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, you get a lot of hit points, uh, but does, hurt. does he look offended when we hurt him, Derek? I mean, he looks Also, hurt. please note, I did not roll non-lethally. Uh-huh. Because it wasn't my finisher. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so that's your attack of opportunity. He does yep. reload. Um, I think, unless that interrupts. I didn't critical, so I shouldn't interrupt I'm not his action. Deal with that. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. They're right. No, you're it right, wouldn't right. interrupt. Uh, okay, so he reloads, and then he's going to take a swipe with his bayonet again. It has the critical fusion trait. Uh huh. And what that means is, if I get because this weapon is technically a um, combination weapon. Oh, okay. Hmm. So basically, I think the deal is if I get a crit with my swingy, swingy part of this weapon, I can go kaboom if I have a round in the chamber. Oh, cool. Uh, first but not if you use it against us. You can discharge and create a wild bang of concussion using critical speculation of Beckman firearms instead of the melee, blah, blah, blah. So you have to critical first. That would be so cool if it wasn't trying to hurt us. Yeah, speaking of criticaling, I'm going to swing it at uh, Eleanor first. Oh, that's pretty good. 29 you hit, is but it's not even a crit. Not close to a it's, crit. But like you have to, this is critical specialization. So you yeah. probably have it because you're a monster and you have this. So you have to have the ability to use critical specializations to yes. use it. Okay. But yeah. I metagamed properly because if I had used Nimble Dodge, you still would have hit. 
Oh, hmm. good metagaming then. So you're going to take a total of 11 points of slashing damage, basically what you just dealt him for reloading. So I... We're net, just even now. I just net nothing there. Um, and then... Because you got that on the AOO. And then he's going to spend his second attack at minus five to attack Isuvu, which is probably going to be a lot better for him. Oh. Unless he rolls a seven, which is a miss, or <laughs> for a total of 20, which is a miss. <laughs> God. Maybe he should be better. Maybe you should shut up. I <laughs> hear uh, it's your turn. All right. Um, is his gun all swirly like it is in the picture? It is definitely glowing with some sort of otherworldly energy. Okay. Oh, yeah, you could do it. Yep, and I could do it. I could do it and not hit anybody, too. You I'm going to charge. Going to charge? Oh, your laser? My laser, Kame. yes. Ah, Kame, Hame, Ha. First action, Kame. Second action, Hame. Third action, Ha. But the Ha gets held out for four actions. Ah, yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> okay, it's just like the anime. All right, yeah. so that's your turn. Charging your laser. Chester, mm -hmm. the laser Williams. <gasps> that's me! Yes. Oh, my dice is... Uh, that's your husband's name. A device? The laser. <laughs> a stratagem. <laughs> Finally... Um, pulls out a gun, <laughs> an actual gun. His flintlock musket. Uh, yes. Uh, I believe Chester is within couple of feet. Yes. First range increment. First range. And he's going to... Oh, for the audience who's curious about this at all, uh, each weapon has a range listed for a range weapon. Uh, anything past the, the range listed, you take minus two. Uh, and then, like, every... Rain, the, so if Chester has a weapon that shoots 70, he can shoot anything up to 70 feet, no penalty. Anything from 70 to 140, or double the range, is minus 2. Add 70 again would be, what, 210? Could be minus yeah. 4. So you just minus 2 every one of whatever your range is. It's not as big a deal for guns like this most of the time, but it's been a very big deal for Chester's bombs, which have a range increment of, like, 20 feet. Right. So you gotta get a lot closer. Chester will draw his gun, and he will shoot this thing, because it's not mutated, he will shoot it non-lethally. So has an 18 on the die, plus his devise a stratagem bonus for flintlock is plus 15 for a total of 20, 33 minus 2 is 31. 31 will hit. Okay. That's going to be 4d6 because his extra damage from devise a stratagem. Woo! 5, 5, 4, and 1 for 15 damage. Pretty juicy. Not bad. And that was three actions. There you go. Solid action economy stuff. Eleanor, your turn. I have a quick question. And I don't think this is metagamey. Which, where do I need to be so that I am not a part of the upcoming Kamehameha? <laughs> uh, so that is a good question. Because like, I would think as many times as I've seen Saikir use this spell... I would know not you know to get in the way. Do. You should you, stay where you are. If you step to flank with Usuvu, mm -hmm. you will um, get hit. Get hit. Yeah. You could delay your turn and ask Usuvu to get into a flank, and you ah. both will not be hit. Then that's what I will do. Okay. It's then like, Usuvu, step right. And then Usuvu will take her action, one action right. to step, one action trick attack. Then last action used for the strike with the Kukri. Oh, and before I roll that, let me check on flat-footed for this guy. Mm -hmm. Check it and see. 
Uh, I rolled a Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Nat 17. Uh, it's not Subaru. a critical, but that's really good. That's mm-hmm. one away. It's 32. Uh, yeah, because this guy's flat-footed. So 32 total will be a regular hit. Um, and I will get my better damage. Nine points of damage plus Ooh. 2d6 is oh. eight more damage. So 17, 17 total. Nice job, Usuvu. I hate characters that are written to be kind of smart. Ha hmm. <laughs> ha. Usuvu's been quite the useful NPC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like okay. Greta, but worse. I, Greta, but smaller and bluer. <laughs> no, Greta was pretty Greta dope. was awesome. Usuvu's all right, the thing but Greta, is, Greta was, was awesome. Was done. Oh, yeah. Greta was Greta a himbo. could smack. But she yeah. smashed. Greta was a big, beautiful barbarian bimbo. I think she was a fighter, actually. Yeah, I believe fighter. Either way. But either way, yeah, it's still I really stands. don't think she raged. You guys so. pimped Greta, this NPC in Reign of Winter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With, like, what was it, the axe? Uh-huh. The axe, the armor. And you made me deal damage against, like, my bosses that was in, like, mm-hmm. the 40s. <laughs> it was so good. So, uh, Eleanor, you take your turn now? Yes, I do wish to take my turn now. It, it wasn't um, Lyrianne's fault. She was just goaded with the sauce. Oh, my God. I'm going to <laughs> attempt to tumble through to land where I'm at. Honestly, did it to yourself by forcing that all on Lyria. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Does a 26 tumble through? 26 to tumble through? Yes. I doubt it, but it is flat footed if that helps. I rolled a 10, so I'm, I'm trying to get my panache. Yeah, it won't. Um, this guy, so you're rolling against my reflex DC, right? Yeah, I'm sure he's got good reflex. His reflex DC is just really high, unfortunately. No reactions triggered. He is still flat-footed because um, you're kind of trying to get around him or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's you're not going to be able to get panache, unfortunately. But you mm. do have a higher chance to crit because of the flat-footed. Um, I'm going to attempt something I haven't done in a while. I, can, I have one more chance to get panache. I'm going to attempt... To create a diversion via deception. Oh. Ooh. That might be a lower DC. So you're rolling against my deception DC? Mm-hmm. All right, go for it. Or perception DC. Which one? Well, it says deception. Um, I can use a... Uh, so you attempt a single deception check. So you roll your deception check against my perception DC. Um, cool. Go ahead and do that. I don't know. It's worth a try, at least. Yeah. Oh, much better roll. How does a 29 do? That'll do it. <laughs> so create a diversion means... Uh, she says, I'm going to stab you there. And then stabs him there. No, I flash his <laughs> eyes with the glint of my sword in the sun. Ooh. Ooh. The glint of the rapier, I flash him in the eyes. You and do not fight with honor. Good. Uh, success, you become <laughs> hidden to those Honest creatures whose perception DC is less. Honors for fools and losers. And paladins. And paladins. So you, be- <laughs> you become hidden. Uh, he's still flat-footed. The worst That's not going to change that, but all. does this give you panache? Yes. Going, because I am a fencer-type... Sorry, paladins. A fencer type swashbuckler, that gives me panache. All right, yeah, then you have panache, and you have one action left to attack with. Perfect. You are young, you are foolish, you are arrogant, and above all, you're a paladin. I don't use this means of panache often. Uh huh. Because I have a higher. I am using my hero point. Oh, okay. I rolled a nat three. Oh. 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 
Aww. Everything is awful. What'd you get? Eight. Um, that is a total of twenty-three. Because he is flat-footed, yeah! that is a hit. It's, it's a hit. Exactly. A hit. Oh my goodness. Okay, it was not a wasted hero point. That's a good use of a hero point. Okay, well, let's roll some d6s. I'm so glad for you, baby. Uh, I'm very happy to hit. Five d6s. Three for precision damage, two for the weapon. Oh, boy. Um, six and six is 12, 15, 17, 20 exact, plus two is 22 damage. 22 damage, jeez. Piercing... Okay. Well, I guess I guess it doesn't flash in his eyes, but it flashes and I don't and I seem to disappear. You know, he f- basically, you flash the like reflection of the sun on his eyes, and he like squints for a second. And you could like use it to hide or disappear or something, or catch him flat-footed. Uh, but you just like smirk and then yeah. run his shoulder through with your rapier. I'm just mm. trying to be fla- flashy. Ha, ha, ha. I just want panache. <laughs> right. Anyway, let's roll gone. that pun damage, Derek. <laughs> Top of round four. Uh, it's this guy's turn. What are you going to do, huh? Die? Or get knocked unconscious? Surrender? He's going to do something a little odd. Oh? He sees Psykir setting up a spell, and oh. he is also, you know, in the midst of something. So he's going to try to pull a brave move and move to Psykir. However... Because he moves out of my space. Has acted and regained reactions because we're using that now. Yeah. You get an attack of opportunity. I take my attack of opportunity. Great. <laughs> How hurt does he look? Hmm. I'm going oh. to use non-lethal, atten- non-lethal damage. I mean, he's still. got Mechanically, he's not bloodied. Let's just say that much. Oh, so he's still, he's still rare and ready to go. I don't think I'm gonna hit. Does a twenty hit? No. Okay. Not even flat footed. Not even flat footed. Yeah, I rolled a five, so. So he's going to get up to Psyche here. But he knows he's been threatened. He's going to try and smack. Smack the cat? Smack the cat. Uh oh, he smacks the cat. Uh oh. He smacks the cat. Uh oh, he smacks the cat. Oh, he smacked the cat. He's been critical. And critical the cat. Oh, no. He got an 18 on the die. So the damage is going to be critical damage. Oh, only 20 points of damage. All right. However, so it takes me doubled. down to 66. Oh, no. That's not bad. 20 it is point, doubled. It is doubled already. Yeah, 20 points of damage is doubled. <gasps> oh, no. But I have a critical uh, thing. Oh, so no. There's What's gonna be more damage. There's going to be more damage okay. coming. Which one are you going to do? Um, the the Are you going to use the critical specialization effect for the firearms, or are you going to do the extra damage? I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. <laughs> so so what is a critical fusion? First, if the ranged weapon is a firearm, you can discharge it to create a loud bang and concussion using the critical specialization effect for the firearms, which I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, second, you can choose to discharge the ranged weapon to increase the critical hit's momentum or shoot the foe as you attack in melee, dealing two additional damage per weapon damage die. Um, have you reloaded your weapon since you last I shot did. it? Remember, okay. I reloaded before I attacked Asufu and Eleanor for that reason. Okay. Yes, he did. Um, so I could do two more damage per weapon die? Yes. So four? Hold on. So yeah, basically you're shooting it as you, if you do the damage, you're shooting it as you swing to make it swing faster. Or just shoot them when you hit them. <laughs> Depends on what type of weapon you have. But I could also do a thing and make... Uh, use that concussive blast. Yeah. Um, 
What is the critical specialization effect for firearms? So that is the it was the target must succeed a fortitude save against your class DC or be stunned. Oh. I think that's what I'm gonna do. Oh. The damage would be nice, but I think he's gonna like hit you with the sword hard and oh. then shoot. And then you're gonna have to um make a fortitude save, psych here. Alright. Oh. That's gonna I'm gonna fail. use a hero point. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Why do you well, do we, that? No, 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 we you rolled a five. Was a fail That's in fine. The first place, I didn't have. So like, I didn't. I didn't even see the total. It was just like a five. Isn't go ahead. Roll it. I'll. I'll allow it. Ah. Nineteen. Ah. Yeah. That's a. That's a fair use of a hero point. I'm sorry. I announced it too fast. Uh, oh, that'll that's, pass. That's great. Because otherwise, you wouldn't have been able to let your spell off. Yeah. That, that round. Oh. So I moved. I hit. And critted with a critical fusion. I still have one action left. My gun is unloaded, though. Um, so I'm going to bite you with my jaws. Oh. Okay. Actually, bite uh, me. This isn't the total result. I didn't roll with my map. That's going to be a 20 total. Nope. Okay. <sighs> then that will miss. That is his turn. All three actions. I I risked it, and it kind of paid off, but it was as big as I hoped. Uh, okay. So that's his turn. Psych here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend all three actions. Like, yeah, this happens simultaneously. So Psyker gets stabbed as they are reorienting themselves towards him. Right. He bites out at them. And right as his jaws kind of clamp on nothingness, Psyker's going to shove their hand up under his head. <gasps> and, you know, do the thing. Zap him through his brain. Right, fortitude, right? Or reflex? Uh, Reflex. Or right, reflex is my good one. Do you want this one on Foundry or on my box? Foundry. Alrighty, here we go. All right, pretty oh. good roll. Uh, I don't think that's a critical success, is it? Or is it? Uh, it is. A critical success? Yes. Wow. Wait, what's your DC? 22. Oh, 22. I saw 24. No! It happens. It dies. Do I take any damage? Hang on. I think I should still take some. Well, it depends. It's not a save or suck, is it? What type of save it's is it? It's a basic, or is it? I don't remember. Uh, Let me look at this real quick. Save DC... DC 22 basic reflex, which means if you crit succeed, take no damage. Okay. Um, yes. However, but the um, adjacency damage will still happen. The adjacency damage will still happen. So unfortunately, he just he has really good reflex. Cat's that makes been sense. Struggling against that this whole combat. Yes. Okay. Man, that sucks. Eh. Chester Williams. Uh, Chester's going to. Chester's going to move 25 feet. Divide. So you're moving up closer to it behind Psykeer. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Chester. I've already moved, so I won't be able to shoot it this time if I devise a stratagem. Chester's going to drop his gun, draw his whip, and move up another 25 feet. Okay, so you're getting into oh. melee. Yeah. Okay, so that's your turn. Yep. Eleanor, it will be your turn, and it'll be very, very, very <laughs> easy for you to flank him. <laughs> oh, we're doing the same thing we always do with NPCs. Uh, See one. Sometimes it's really fun to just imagine the combats once you get the roles figured out. He leaned forward to bite Psykir. Psykir jerked out of the way and put their hand up to get his head. He quickly snapped his head back as it shot up into the air. Just you know, stuff like that. It's really fun to turn imagine. Turn your turn next to me. Do what? Turn into your turn next to me. Uh, Chester will actually end his turn. I'm sorry. I did forget right here. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> Do you have a, reach with the whip? Yes. Okay, so you can still threaten him. Yeah. And flank. Why well, threatening doesn't matter. I'm um, going to go to here. I'm talking about for flanking. Yeah. That's one movement. Sweet. All right, you will be flanking. As part of my movement action, I will attempt, and I have the space. I counted it. I will attempt the tumble through. Do it. This one's hard. No, I don't make it. Okay, that's fine. Um, let's see. That's one action, because I can tumble through as part of a movement action. Do you want to try and... Uh, I am going to try the die diversion again. All right. Uh, so that's roll deception. It's still pretty hard, but you crushed it last time. I think I have a better chance than I do with tumble through. You might. Uh, that is a 23. I highly doubt it. Not going to do it. I keep rolling 10s tonight. Well, then I will attempt an attack... And I will not have panache. Chasing the panache dragon. Sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. The dragon right. with swashbuckler levels would be I do not hit No, all right. Uh, that'll be that then. Does he have a crit fail? No, he effect? doesn't have any okay. reactions like that. Because that would probably be a crit fail. Uh, all right, well then, Usuvu is... Oh, for not, not a good night. Yeah. Us- That's okay. I had a good one last time. Usuvu's going to move up, and I think if Usuvu moves here... Uh, that she will be flank, flanking with Chester. That's up to you, because Chester's in a weird spot. One That's of fine. those spots would flank. It's just whichever one He's is He's already defended. flanked by Psyche and Eleanor, and yeah. while that technically doesn't make him flank to a Suvu, it, you, Chester's close enough to the flanking position. Uh-huh. That's going to be a move, and then trick attack, strike with the Kukri, no whammies, natural three. I feel you, Suvu. I rolled a nat two. Oh, okay, then this thing's this going to make things get interesting. Uh, who goes after Chester? Uh, Eleanor, and okay. Eleanor already went. So it is now the top of round five. Uh, you see him uh? snap up vertically, and then like both hands just almost robotically grab the rifle, get <gasps> down on his knees, no! and like <laughs> kneel and oh? say, I yield oh. for give me. I thought he was going to break it. I thought he was going to, like, explode into a special ability. I thought he was about to snap this thing over his knee. And that is where we're going to pick up on our next episode. This is not even fair to us. (laughs) It happens. It does. It happens to the best of us. Chester wanted to kill him for that gun. No, I wanted him to live. I want to find out what he's doing, if he's special or not. I never attacked non-lethally. He's shiny. (laughs) (laughs) He's also bleeding. But the gun... Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. And we are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at Third Gallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfi Studios, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com forward slash Michael Gelfi. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.